0: You're tuned to The Texas Standard. I'm David Brown. The era of big data has brought enormous conveniences and some really frightening nightmares, too. But if you're worried about how much data is being gathered on you, well, you may want to consider what the people of Venezuela may be facing soon. Reuters reports that Venezuela is rolling out a new smart card ID which may sound innocent enough until you hear how this smart card came about and what it will actually be able to do. Joining us now is Angus Beric. He is Reuters correspondent based in Caracas. Angus, welcome. Hi, great to be here. Tell us a little bit about what this smart card ID is supposed to do and why Venezuela is distributing this to its citizens.
1: Right, so um, in Venezuela, I mean, the idea of of a smart card has been a, a kind a of long time kind of dream for the the ruling socialists um but um it was only in December of 2016 when these plans first were were realized and Maduro um, introduced a card which is in, in Spanish called the the carne de la patria or the the fatherland card this card which is it's a kind of it's a small plastic card with a with a scannable QR code this card kind of effectively gives its holders access to a kind of a growing range of Basic services so things like subsidized, you know, food, which is distributed by the government, state medicine, pensions, subsidized gasoline, yeah. And the government is kind of linking these services, you know, ever more to the card. So if you don't have the card, you don't get the
0: services. So we're talking about the Fatherland Card now. How do the Chinese play a role here? I understand that the company ZTE has gotten involved.
1: Exactly. So Maduro's government brought in ZTE in mid two thousand and seventeen. After an earlier version of the the database that um, collects all the the kind of the personal data from these cards, after that database was um was hacked by an anti-government group of of activists here in Venezuela, and um, ZTE was brought in to kind of to revamp the system to strengthen it against any um any future attacks, and um, given that ZTE in other parts of the world has raised you know, a lot of worries about the sort of technology that it exports to authoritarian governments like Iran and and North Korea. There are significant worries here about the motive of their involvement.
0: I I want to make sure that I'm clear about the the nature of this card because on the one hand, this fatherland card as you're describing, it sounds like a more efficient way of distributing uh, social welfare uh, services. On the other hand, uh, you've got a company involved, ZTE. There have been questions raised certainly in Washington about The connections between the Chinese Red Army and ZTE, and uh, one wonders what about the Maduro government. I mean, is this as innocuous as distribution of food and gasoline and that sort of thing, or uh, might there be something else going on when it comes to the collection of data?
1: Right. So, um, the key aspect of these cards is that they they vacuum up a kind of huge kind of quantity of of data every time a person you know scans these cards. The system will log, you know, for instance, what that person's income is, what their job is, their address, um, what benefits they receive from the government, you know, whether they've been participating in in events by the ruling socialist party, and even um, whether whether a person kind of voted in um, the May election, which um, Maduro kind of controversially won. I mean, I found I found evidence that the government is is using this database to assess, kind of particularly whether state employees. Of which there are you know, millions and millions in Venezuela, whether they voted in May, basically as a as a way of assessing their their loyalty to to Maduro.
0: Has anyone been specifically targeted, to your knowledge?
1: There's evidence across the country that that, for instance, you know, people's you know food handouts were withdrawn because they didn't they didn't participate in the votes. I spoke to to one kind of 76 year old man who'd been denied. A prescription for insulin because I think a state doctor said that because he didn't have the fatherland cards he he wasn't um kind of a uh, and that's kind of part of the strategy here I mean you know, you know, the government wants people to have the cards they want to be able to to kind of take in all this data if you're not willing to surrender that data then you don't get the services
0: well what about how Venezuelans themselves are reacting to this I mean do they realize the sort of information that's being collected on them and how it may or may not be used against them what are you hearing
1: many venezuelans perhaps don't realize the kind of the full extent of the of the data which which they are surrendering but i think at the same time there are a lot of venezuelans who who are kind of irrespective of their political beliefs what's more important to them is being able to still get you know subsidized food or or their pensions or subsidized fuel and um, I think, I mean, especially in September, when the government kind of first announced that it was going to start linking the card to pensions and fuel, there were queues forming in the in the streets here in, in Caracas and going around the whole, you know, whole blocks of you know, people waiting to get these cards. And a lot of them were saying, you know, I don't agree with the government. I don't support Maduro, but I can't take a risk on on losing access to these services by not getting the fatherland card.
0: Angus Barrick is Reuters correspondent based in Caracas, Venezuela. We'll link to his article on this at texastandard.org. Angus, thanks so much. Thank you very much, Steve.